everybody, and welcome to the Arthritis Action Podcast. I'm Mark, your host for today, and in this episode, I'm joined by Emily Johnson, also known as the Arthritis Foodie. So Emily is the author of the best-selling book, Beat Arthritis Naturally, and in May this year, she released her latest book, Eat Well with Arthritis, 85 Delicious Recipes and Essential Health Tips from Arthritis Foodie. So welcome to the podcast, Emily. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me, Arthritis Action. It's great to be here. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for coming. Uh, so firstly, I have read both of your books. How oh, wonderful. And um, yeah, they were great. My wife's actually pinched the latest one off me because oh. she, she's going through all the recipes on it. So I, I, I had a couple of bookmarked myself because we're both big fans of cooking. So yeah, she's currently going through it and finding out which ones will be added to our added to the rotation so it's oh, brilliant I'm so glad to hear that that's super exciting and I'm glad your wife's on board as well because if you can get the family involved it, it works even better absolutely yeah definitely um so I guess we'll start with how we've done with a bunch of other guests before like um if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your arthritis Absolutely. Yeah. So um, my name is Emily Johnson, as Mark has covered. Um, I started the blog Arthritis Foodie in 2018 after five years of living with arthritis and really getting to quite a dark place and struggling with, with my arthritis. I have seronegative arthritis and it presents itself as being in between psoriatic arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Um, I'm still on medication, but I found that diet and lifestyle um, in, in living in an anti-inflammatory way has had a huge impact on how I feel every day, uh, the management of my pain levels, and um, yeah, just essentially living a happier and healthier life overall. Um, yeah. So how did you find out about all the, the lifestyle sort of changes that you needed to make? So what happened was I I got to a really bad place with my arthritis. Um, I already had it in in my hands, um, and it sort of started to move around as it as it likes to do. Um, and it went into um, one ankle, and then it went into the other, and then I was away with uh, my friends, and it went into my elbow to the point where I couldn't like I couldn't stretch my arm because my elbow was so swollen. And I, that's when I just really hit rock bottom because my um, medication at the time wasn't doing its job anymore. It had been helping me in 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 my condition and managing it in quite a good way. But at that point, it just wasn't helping, wasn't doing its job. And I was having steroid injections to manage the pain. They usually work. They were usually my go-to, like, oh, it's okay. I'll just have a steroid injection. I'm fine. Um, and they like basically just didn't work as they usually would. So to be quite honest with you, I just hit complete rock bottom and thought, well, what's the worst that could happen? Let me just try looking into diet and lifestyle and food. And naturally, the first place you go, um, for me anyway, is Google um, or Instagram. And you look up, you know, I was looking up arthritis foods, arthritis, you know, diet. And, and I just couldn't find anything that really spoke to me, as especially as a 25 year old per, um, person at the time. Um, you know, I just couldn't. I, there was a lot of food bloggers around, but there was nobody talking about a condition like arthritis and food. So I thought, OK, well, I'm just going to start this Instagram account, Arthritis Food. And just it, it originally it was just a food diary for me and to sort of, um, I suppose, help hold myself accountable for um, making these changes to my diet and lifestyle. So I started buying um, really healthy recipe books. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard of Dilshiella. She was one of the first recipe books I bought. Um, lots of, um, you know, really yeah healthy recipe creators. And what I struggled with when I got those books was that a lot of the ingredients in there, I just didn't know what they were because my cooking was really basic before I started Arthritis Foodie. And 
um, you know, I, I thought it was quinoa, not quinoa, and like I just <laughs> didn't know. Oh, I so you weren't you weren't much of a chef already then? No. I, I assumed that you had been. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. So this is a big transformation then. You've massive gone from not, not not being able to cook to literally having a, a book about. Massive, yeah, massive trans. Oh my god, massive transformation, Mark. And I'm very honest about that. You know, in both my books, but I I honestly just yeah, I, cooking for me was like oh god, I've got to cook. Like I, I hated doing. It. I didn't enjoy it. It's actually the opposite now because I know how much it affects my health. So I I really enjoy it. But um, yeah, at the time I was not very good at cooking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just yeah, I, I just thought oh gosh, well. I don't know any of this anyway but I just completely overhauled my entire diet started literally from the very basic um kind of thing in the kitchen and just cooked everything from scratch um whole foods I, I discovered Dr Rupi from Doctor's Kitchen um you know and influences like that as well that are in the kind of health and wellness space and just started doing a lot of trial and error, basically, and also reading um, research papers online and reading research around diet, health, food, um, mental well-being, living with inflammation, all that kind of thing. And um, I started to notice a massive difference in in what I was doing after after about three to six months, which is as long as you give a medication to work, I guess. You know, I was given yeah. it, I gave it, I gave it that amount of time. And really noticed a difference in my pain levels, in my swelling, in like loads, loads of different things. And um, I just started to feel happier as well and thought, okay, well, I'm I'm going to continue doing this and this is great. But then my Instagram at that point was getting quite big as well. So I was getting lots of messages like, Emily, where have you read about this? And how can I get get this into my lifestyle and diet and what can I do? And I just... I know where to send people. So I would send people really long Instagram DM messages like, <laughs> you need to try like to do this and stop recovering. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't keep doing this every time someone messages me. I would, I would love to have the time to do that, but I really don't. So I thought, gosh, there must be a book in this. Sh- uh, surely there's a book in this. And I, you know, I'd been on Amazon before looking for arthritis and food books and they were, and, and had ordered a few of them and they were very outdated um, and not kind of, some of them were like anti-inflammatory recipe books, but they weren't dedicated to arthritis and autoimmune conditions. So I thought, right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go ahead and write, write this book. Um, and yeah, I got pulled in because I'm not a doctor or, or a nutritionist, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate that we need that science we need that backing yeah. and so I got lots of other health care practitioners involved in both books um, and both books have been signed off by rheumatologists as well um, and they've had input from you know doctors immunologists nutritionists physiotherapists um, and rheumatologists and they effectively are the books that I wish I'd had when I was 20 years old um, sat in in awful pain with swollen hands wondering what on earth my life was going to look like living with arthritis so yeah, that's a lot, long answer, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good answer. Very good answer. Like, one thing I really liked about them as well, like um, especially in the first book, you talk a lot about not just food, but other lifestyle changes that can make a huge difference, which is a lot of the sort of things we like to talk about in arthritis action as well. So. Yeah, very good that it's lined up that I don't have. I won't have to cut anything out, you say. There's no crazy weird remedies or anything. It is actually yeah, good practical advice. Yeah, a really practical advice. And I, w- I will admit, when I first started Arthritis Foodie, I did try everything. I tried all of that, that. I tried cutting out nightshade vegetables. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
I did try it and um you know I actually found that so far I mean there could be in the future but there's nothing actually in in research in science to say that nitrogen yeah. fish are bad for us and actually they're full of really fantastic plant phytochemicals that are so good for us yeah, um definitely. which I go into a lot more detail in my second book um mm. you can see all the ingredients that I've included and why they're included and um you know some 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 feedback has been if they haven't bought the first book anyone that's bought the second book and it's very new to my work have, have said you know there are quite a lot in, of ingredients and I can appreciate that massively but I've chosen them specifically because they help with inflammation so you know if you stock up your cupboard over every period of time it doesn't have to be something you do in a day but every time you get a recipe stock that that spice that herb and then eventually you'll have your all your basics in your cupboard and you'll look at the recipes and go, oh, wait, I've got everything in the cupboard, in the store cupboard. All I need is the fresh ingredients. And that's where I'm at now with what I do. And um, so in the in the in the beginning, it can be quite um, a bit of an expensive thing, but just space it out across six months and just gradually build your spice cupboard. Um, and, you know, yeah. Uh, you'll 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 realize that it's yeah they're all there for a reason basically and and all the signs etc so yeah <laughs> one thing i really like in the in the book is you have like you an example thing of like what you have in your cupboards just yeah. like if you, if you don't know where to start read this list yeah this is a good <laughs> list of stuff to go for and yeah, yeah. yeah i mean because obviously there's always a lot of people are worried about healthy food and it being bland or boring or obviously we know it's not true so if anyone is listening <laughs> just... it isn't true you can make every you know just just cook it right and food is delicious basically absolutely i completely agree with that completely agree with that yeah totally right mark and you know it, it, it like i was saying i didn't enjoy cooking and um i really you know hated being in the kitchen i just wanted it to be over <laughs> with but um i have found that cooking in this way and knowing that it is making a difference to how i feel makes me want to do it and and want to make that make that time in my day or in my week to do it but I appreciate, you know, when you live with arthritis, you may not have the energy or the time. So perhaps we can talk through some of the tips and things, but maybe that's in your in your question list. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Uh, when you, you mentioned how, like, you know, you noticed the way that, like, you know, when you started cooking and having better food, then it made, like, you know, made you feel better. So it's like in your book, you've got a, a trigger tracker. Which yes. is, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like getting people to do this and, you know, just basically you you have a much catchier name than I have. I just say food diary, but oh. <laughs> trigger track is much better. Um, yeah, basically you're getting, writing down like what, yeah, how you feel after you eat as well. So you can find those foods that like really do work for you. Or if there is one, like I know we're saying like in general, there's nothing wrong with nightshade vegetables and tomatoes. They're lovely and really good for you but there will be the occasional person with an intolerance to something and it's good to track what yeah. you eat so that you Absolutely. can find out. Yeah. So if there is something that's wrong, just fine, cut that out. Now, you know, because through yeah. like, tracking what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. The, the trigger tracker. I mean, yeah, that's people can download it for free off my website if they'd like to, or they can see it in both of my books. But um, yeah, I thought that was really important to do. And also to just caveat that, everybody's arthritis is different mm. your genetics are different your gut microbiome is different even between twins gut microbiomes are completely different so how you react to certain foods how you you know react to certain lifestyle changes everything or the whole mix is completely personal to you so i would also just make sure that you know don't, don't compare yourself to what other people might be, be triggered by or you know how other people might react to certain medications or it's a completely personal thing so which is why the trick tracker is so important and it's one of those things where you think oh god like it's another it's another admin another task to do yeah. you know but 
try not to see it like that because it's a temporary task. You really just have to track for like three, three months, six months if you really want to go in depth and to, to like double check your triggers. But even six weeks, you could probably find out what's triggering you. Um, and, you know, it is def- different for everybody. And, and for me, um, you know, I thought it was all dairy. I thought all dairy was was triggering for me, but actually it's it's a type of dairy that's triggering for me, okay. uh, which yeah. is the more... Um, inflammatory types of dairy like super uber processed um dairy was not much nutritional content and you know like like deep fried cheese or like cheese <laughs> pizza or like things like that are very like whoa um but then i found that low lactose um dairy that's like, actually found to be anti-inflammatory in scientific research um are things like you know feta cheese um kefir um, that have been fermented effectively. So fermented mm-hmm. dairy, I'm actually fine because most of the sugars, the lactose has been eaten up by the bacteria and it's then, you know, a different kind of dairy. So there's even sometimes subsets within a category that, you know, because obviously not everybody wants to give up cheese and that's fine. No, of course. <laughs> so you might find certain cheeses you're okay with and some you're not. So it's just all about figuring it out, you know, for you and, and what works for you. So, yeah. I guess we should probably talk a bit more about actually cooking as well as yes. like to be able to come, we're coming to food, but we'll definitely come back to it anyway. We're going to keep going. Yeah, we can. We can. Um, but like what, what simple things do you think people could do to make cooking easier when they have arthritis? So this is something that I have put a lot of work in, in both of my books in, in, in coming up with lots of uh, tips and ways and things that I do in the kitchen, but also bringing in experts as well for that. Um, and we've got an occupational therapist, um, you may have heard of her, Shell Crow. She's in the mm-hmm. second book as well, talking yeah. about um, reducing pain in the kitchen. But um, personally for me, um, there's, a, there's a few things that I do. Number one is um, if I have got a, quite a number of steps in a recipe, I'll split them like in two. So I'll do some of it in the morning and some of it in the evening. Um, or some of it the night before and then some of it on the day of um, and I divide the tasks up and um, I speak about it in book but it's something my mum calls the kitchen fairy (laughs) (laughs) kitchen fairy's done my chopping how lovely I mean obviously it's her but (laughs) so I I think that's quite a nice way of looking at it so you kind of or you're taking care of a future you basically um you know future Emily's going to be happy that I've done this so I do like those examples I use you yeah past Past Mark has a lot to answer for, usually. <laughs> he doesn't care enough oh about future Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you try and think of it like that, I mean, and also if, if it is too much for you, get somebody to help as well. But um, yeah, like peeling and chopping vegetables, say for, um, you know, my my chili con, my vegan chili con carne in, in the second book, I'll prep veg in the morning, leave it in, in Tupperware's or bags in the fridge. And then that evening, all I've got to do is just whack it all in a big pot and that's it, you know? Mm. So it's just, it's dividing things up like that that may help people because it definitely helps me. Um, second thing is freezing things. So people probably go on about this, <laughs> but honestly, it makes such a huge difference. So whenever you are um, in a good space with your with your arthritis and you're, you know, you're feeling you're on a good day, um, you know, try and make the most of it and make a batch of something that you can mm. then have either have during the week that you've got it in the fridge or you can have some that evening and then put the rest in portioned um, freezer bags or freezer Tupperware's whatever you've got at home and then you can take out a bag that's a, a meal um, when you're feeling a bit rough and you've had a bit of flare-up or whatever it might be so again protecting future you yeah. <laughs> having these, these things ready for you that would be my second tip um, and my third tip as well is if if you can um, 
spend a little bit money if you want to on slightly more expensive processed they're not processed but they're pre-prepared I should say yes they've got loads of healthy things in them um and yeah you can I think I think they're available in co-op um Sainsbury's if you listen to this and you're not in the UK I'm sorry um but I'm (laughs) sure you've got something in I don't know Trader Joe's or wherever wherever you're wherever you are there'll there'll be some sort of local equivalent yeah and what I do is I just check the ingredients on the back and make sure I pretty much recognize everything. Um, and yeah, and then yeah, I, I buy one of those if I'm if I'm really like, oh my gosh, I've actually not had time, I don't have time to defrost something, I'm really tired, then I grab something like that. But um, yeah, don't be afraid to do that, but just know that yeah, don't be doing it every day because it's better, obviously it's better to cook and eat at home and it's cheaper to cook and eat at home. Definitely. But um, yeah, so that would be another example. Yeah, but ultra I avoid ultra processed foods completely because they really do. Uh, trigger me and I'm terrible for the mm. gut. Yeah, there's a lot about them in the news at the moment as well. Yeah, one thing, like a helpful tip that I've always found to give people is just like when you're looking at ingredients on the back of packets, the less ingredients, the better. Like you know, yeah. If you look oh, at yeah. chi- if you look at chips and there's 30 things on there, uh, avoid yeah. those. <laughs> there should be there should be one which is potato. One, potato <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe salt, maybe oil, but yeah. any more than that, I think. Yeah, you should probably just buy a potato. That's yeah, just just buy a potato, which is also cheaper. Yeah, it's way cheaper. <laughs> um, yeah, and you, you can you can even you know pre-chop and freeze things. So mm. you know for for a for a chili con carne recipe, if you haven't got time to actually make the recipe, you could pre-chop all the veg and freeze the veg, then grab that 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 veg out of the freezer, then make the recipe. So you know it's 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 figuring out things that work for you as well, and what storage you have, and what you're able to do in wherever you live, but. Um, you know, it's yeah, protecting future you. That's that's what this is all about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also you can buy for, like if if things like chopping is an issue as well. Like if you have like issues yeah, with your hands, you can. you can just buy pre-chopped veg as well absolutely, that's already yeah. frozen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing that we do, especially like easy things like frozen peas and frozen sweet corn. I mean, mm. they're, they're just like staple. They're always in the freezer. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can always whack something together with those. So yeah. Uh, so I mean not mean to sound too negative but what what do you find that people tend to do wrong or like common mistakes people make when they when they start all this probably impatience is is up there Mm. um there's a feeling that when you when you start to make these changes and you start to take care of yourself there's a feeling that it's just going to happen straight away and you're going to feel better straight away and you're going to feel it overnight and you know, or, or that it's or that it's just one thing like, oh, if I start taking this turmeric drink, everything's going to be fine or like, you know, but actually it's a, it's a slow process. It's it's um, a learning process and a learning curve and you have to give it time. Um, you know, I think like we're told when we're sat with our rheumatologist that, you know, you've got to try this medication for three months and then even then try it for another three, three months, six months. Sometimes they'll keep you on it longer than that to see if it works. So just give yourself enough time for your gut to readjust. You probably will feel a bit funky for the first part because your body might not be used to eating in this way. It's a lot of fiber, you know, drink, drink more water, <laughs> definitely drink more water, yeah, definitely. Um, but you will be increasing your plant fiber. And, and so that you will notice some funky changes going on. But, you know, after, yeah, after, after three to six months, you should, most people start to notice a difference in how they're feeling, but just, yeah, try to be patient with it is, 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 is my advice. Cause I think, yeah, there's a tendency that that's what people do. They, yeah, start to feel quite like, ah, why is it not working? <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Um, there's no quick still, fix for it, is there? There's no quick fix, yeah. And you will have, still have your up days and down days, and, and there'll be days that are better than others. That's, you know, that's that's what it's like to live with arthritis. But hopefully you'll have more good days, you know? When it comes to the actual sort of, like, process of cooking as well, like when you're actually, like, in the kitchen doing things, have you got any tips or tricks for people to make the actual process of cooking a bit easier? Try and make it a social experience if you can. I think I mentioned it at the beginning um, that I liked that your wife is very involved. Mm. Um, I think, you know, if you can get your family involved in what you're doing, it makes all the difference. Um, And, you know, it also gets them eating healthier and um, sort of understanding what you're going through and being there for you and having somebody to talk to about it. And yeah, I think being, being sociable with it is is yeah is a wonderful thing if you can do that um and also i think yeah if you're in the kitchen and you're not really in in this in the right space headspace and you feel a bit rubbish put some music on or you know just like just try to make it an enjoyable experience and also maybe note down as well as you make them the recipes you enjoy which ones you didn't and just keep just have some patience with it and and keep and keep doing it because hopefully at some point you will start to feel something is different and even if you can't do all of the things I talk about you know and you feel quite overwhelmed break it down do a little bit every week take it slow and do it as a as a sort of I'm I'm going to get there and it's a journey and it's not going to happen overnight you know absolutely um so another thing in the book as well i don't mean to keep spoiling what's in the book i feel like i'm giving away everything that's in there but um there's a bit in there about like some kitchen gadgets and some of the use of things that people can have in there when we could tell us a bit more about that yeah of course so um there are quite a few in my book so again with in terms of like costs and things if you can't get them all at once that's absolutely fine but um absolute staples for me um i've got uh, a food processor come smoothie maker come pestle and mortar and you can swap it out you can have a jug for a smoothie maker you can have the food processor which processes like various different things i can make um my uh kidney bean like um little uh falafel burger things in there um and also have a pesto mortar which i make my pesto in and it just saves so much time and so much effort so that's something that is used all the time in in my house but if you can't afford a, a, a full-blown food processor then things like a small smoothie maker I mean I think sometimes they're on offer on Amazon for like 15 pounds and you can make sauces in there you can make your pesto in there um you can make your smoothies in there uh, you can make sauces and things using that so if you can't afford the the full-blown big food presser, processor and it's something you want to work towards maybe saving up for um and then of course it's figuring out for you what um you know how you feel in the kitchen and what works for you when you're making recipes so uh you know if it's an electronic tin opener i've got one of those that also helps um when, when you're opening tins and various things and um yeah there's loads of like specific tools that are more catered to different types of um joint pain in my book in my second book eat well with arthritis um but they're the kind of main main ones that i use quite a lot um and also sit down as well to to chop your veg or peel your veg or you don't have to be stood over the kitchen counter just because you're in the kitchen if you can just if you have got a small table in there and a chair just you know sit and chop and and peel there so then you're giving yourself a bit of a rest at the same time yeah, that is that is one that we sort of heard from other people as well. It's like you don't actually even have to do everything in the kitchen. Just like yeah. if, if, if you if you need to sit down in a comfy chair, go there yeah. and bring a just yeah. bring your chopping board. Just chop it in your living room. Exactly. Table yeah. 
no reason yeah, you can't do TV, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, pay attention what you're doing when you're shopping. I'm oh, not saying, yeah. oh, gosh, yeah. Maybe turn the, the TV is off. <laughs> yeah. Radio, maybe do that. Radio, radio, radio music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as, as long as you're paying attention, it's all good. But yeah, I mean, there's there's loads of great gadgets out there. Like, silicone, silicone mats are one of the most underrated things as well, I think. You can get buy like small little silicone <laughs> mats. They're like, yeah, just like a small circle or square of silicone matting you can use them to open jars you can put them underneath things to hold them down they're usually like used as heat pads for like when you put your saucepan on your su- the, the yes. side of the counter yeah. or something i know what you're talking about yeah absolutely yeah, yeah that's that's a really good tip yeah yeah they're, they're so versatile and they cost next to nothing you just like oh, buy them in wilco or somewhere cheap like that and yeah, yeah. oh brilliant Love really you've had loads of people have given us that one tip from our groups and it's it, it's a brilliant one oh. also the old school nutcracker as well which could be used to opening various things oh great okay especially med- especially medicine bottles or like yeah. or medicine yeah. and bleach and the, yeah yeah so any any of those yeah. kind of caps just yeah old school nutcrackers are surprisingly versatile i only use them for nuts as well nuts are like, <laughs> as it, that's strangely great. that's the last thing i've recommended a nutcracker for <laughs> i assume everyone knows that anyway <laughs> oh brilliant <laughs> Cool. Uh, is there any uh, anything else sort of like I mean you're 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 the expert out of the two of us here about arthritis and cooking. Is there anything that you think that people what would be useful for people to know? Oh my gosh. There's so there's so many things I could I could sit here and chat all day. All day. <laughs> I've got time. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um yeah, one of one of the big things as well is um appreciating where you are right now and accepting where you are right now and yeah getting to know your condition and how you feel in your own body is something that will be invaluable to you for the rest of your life for the rest of living with arthritis um so try not to see this as like oh no like try not to feel too negative about all these changes that you're making and try and see it in a positive way in that we mentioned it earlier you know protecting future you you're hopefully going to help the person in the future that is you that's feeling better managing their arthritis from day to day in a better way um, you know, and that's the ultimate goal. Um, and, you know, it, there can be a tendency when you live with a condition like this as well, you kind of go, oh, like, you know, it's kind of fine. My rheumatologist is going to help me and they'll deal with it. I, you know, they're just going to handle everything for me. And I definitely felt like that when I first got arthritis, I wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to take this medication and listen to the rheumatologist. And I just, I just was so in, in denial and just really just didn't want to accept it. But actually, I think if you learn to accept your condition and know that you're the best person to understand your condition and understand how it manifests in your body and how you feel every day that will honestly make such a huge difference because yeah no one's going to know that more than you um and that's that's a blessing and 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 use that knowledge that you have for your own body for your own wellness and put it to good use because yeah be an advocate for yourself and of course the rheumatologist is there to give you your medication and be there for you and in, in understanding and how you're feeling and all of those sorts of things but you're the person that's living with it every day so yeah like I said earlier just find find little things you can do every day and build on it to start to feel feel more in control because yeah when you live with something like arthritis it can feel so out of your control so um like something that is just happening to you and and you've got to deal with it and and that yeah that can be true but also you can learn to live with it and i i say that in in both my books you can learn to live with your arthritis and and um and yeah feel happier and healthier every day 
that's the goal. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Thank you very much. That was excellent. Uh, um, in that case, right, let's let's get I want to give you a bit more of an opportunity to plug your book. So where can people get it? Oh, thank you so much. So my second book, Eat Well with Arthritis, is out now. It's 85 Delicious Recipes, all backed by science, signed off by a rheumatologist. You can find the books on Amazon. They're also on Waterstone, Sir Smith, Smiths, um, anywhere you buy your books. Um, and I'm on Arthritis Foodie on Instagram, at Arthritis Foodie uh, is me. So yeah, I look forward to hearing from anybody who, who listens to this podcast. And thank you so much again for having me, Mark. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, we've got, um, if you want to visit our website as well, we'll have some links to some of this and we'll put some on our socials as well. So our website is www.arthritisaction.org.uk. We've got a bunch of uh, more information about nutrition and so on as well. We did a previous episode on nutrition featuring our own nutritionist in the last series. Um, So feel free to check that out as well. We've got a bunch of recipes available, some of which I believe would have donated by you, Emily. Yes, correct. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you have a, if you have any other questions you want to get in touch or anything like that, you can contact us by email at podcast at arthritisaction.org.uk. So, excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Emily. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Mark. And thank you, Arthritis Action. See you again next time. Bye.